And we need to be thankful and you need to be wise. Now, one of the things I think is one of the hindrances why we're not as wise with our wallets is just lack of education and lack of perspective. So, and one also, we don't talk. We don't talk to each other about money. We think it's taboo. We think it's kind of like, oh no, that's my business. If you know my business, then you, you know, but think about this. If you're afraid, if you're so cautious about your business, why do you put out all this information on where you're going on Facebook, where you're going, what, what you did, who you hung out with, what clubs you was at on IG? You, you expose a lot more about yourself <laughs> in social media. And I'm, I'm just talking about having a little bit of exposure or vulnerability talking with friends, people you do know. Like the internet, you put it out on social media, anyone can see it. But we're talking about just having private conversations and having those conversations challenge us and to open our minds and eyes to see different ways of doing of dealing with money. Welcome everyone to Wallet Talks. I am your host, Jason Alexander. And guess what? This is episode number one, numero uno. And so we're I'm so excited about coming to you with this new format. I know we had Wallet Coast before, but this is a relaunch. We have a whole new mission and vision. My heart is to share, my heart is to to give some perspective on how other people do deal with money. And so one of our descriptions is that. You know, we're going to explore the different ways to talk about money amongst your friends, your families, your coworkers. And in the midst of that, we're going to get an insight on how to get more out of our money. How are we going to get more of our money? How are we going to make our dollars go further? And so that's what Wallet Talks is going to be about. Big thank you to my wife, to uh, I'm going to shout out David Shane's. He had a podcast challenge. And he's the one that put me on to, to, re, to reinvigorate me to come out and to do Wallet Talks. I gave you a little bit of a description of what the um, podcast is going to be about, but let me tell you what to expect. Episode number one is really just going to be me talking, but the other episodes are going to be some interviews. We're going to have segments like Did You Know and bringing out some tips and um, bringing out some statistics and just explore really what our community, Black community, and how can we have better conversations so that we can advance ourselves, make our dollars uh, be uh, more impactful, and how can we get ourselves aligned to move from just surviving to thriving? I know we didn't get the 40 acres in the mule, but we can still do, and someone may be upset at me, but we can still do a lot. Someone will be upset at me because um, when I say this, we are in a blessed country. Though there's racism, though there's prejudice, there's, there's systemic hindrances for people of color to advance, but there are still better opportunities now than it was back in our grandparents' and great-grandparents' days. That's what the podcast is going to be about, exploring how we can talk more, have better conversations about money, and get insights and tips. It's going to be uh, evolution. So stick with me. I know you will. I'm super excited. You can't hear it in my voice. So um, when can you expect this? Every week. That's right. I'm committing to dropping every week. This is going to, this dropped on a Monday. However, that's a Monday. We're going to be dropping every Wednesday 
Wallet Talks. So, um, so expect it on every Wednesday. And you, where should you expect it? Listen on your favorite podcast platform. That's when you can find me every Wednesday, giving you some perspective on how we got better conversations with money. So let's have a conversation about money. This segment is our topic of the day. Our topic of the day. Why the topic of the day is how do you do a budget or doing a budget with your, with your significant other kind of sucks. <laughs> Like what? Why is this? Why you say suck? Well, it's a challenge. I'll put it that way. It's a challenge because you're trying to convince, and it sounds bad when I say this. You're trying to convince the other person to do what you want them to do, and you guys are just pulling at each other, pulling at each other, and it's and it's hard. It's exhausting. Before I came on today, I was in, oh my gosh, um, it's so fresh. That's why I wanted to talk about it. I was in a conversation with my wife and we were doing part two of our monthly budget. This is part two and that's significant because we had a conversation a week prior and about what we're gonna do for our, with, with, with our money this, this month. We so typically we want to come together. Ideally, what we want to do is come together, sit at a table, and say, "Hey, um, what are the things that are most important for you to accomplish in this month?" And then only that we also come together, and I'll share a little bit of our little tips later. Um, what does God want us to do this month? And we come together and we talk and we come with ideas and sketch them down and stuff like that. And then we put it into certain categories. We break it down into certain categories and we make sure that every dollar has been allocated. And that sound, that took me what, 10 seconds to explain. It doesn't take 10 seconds to talk through. <laughs> if you know me, I'm analytical. And then you add on that my wife is also very analytical. She's very cautious. I'm very, um, I'm more adventurous. She's more pass, uh, cautious. And our ideas definitely clash. So what I'm saying is, I told you that it didn't take 10 seconds or 10 minutes for us to have the conversation. It actually took two hours. That's right, two hours. And I'm exhausted. That was part one. Part two today, oh my goodness. That was um, another hour. Unfortunately, I thought it was going to, we set a time. Like we, like one thing, I'm going to go through some things, what you do not do, what I learned to do not do. But we set a time. We say, hey, from noon to one, let's have a conversation. I'm at lunch with my bark. I'm working from home. So it, we get there. We're almost to the end. We almost got every single number. We're, we're double checking, and she's then we we go down a, a rabbit hole, like uh, she goes down this linear path of thinking, and 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 I don't know where she's going with it. She's just asking these questions, and I'm like, what? How does this relate to the budget? It was she was asking questions about can we afford this or can we afford that? How much is in this HSA account or how much is in this fund and this fund? And I'm like, you what you 
we've been talking about this for a cumulative of three hours. So this is the amount we have. This is the amount that we are going to spend. And what's what's the problem? What the problem was, I didn't know that my wife was concerned about a medical bill that was unexpected. And she honestly, to her credit, she did mention it to me. Yes. And at that moment, uh, in part two of the budget, she probably said it in part one, which is a week later, but I forgot completely. And so I think it, as we as we talked through it, I got agitated. She got agitated because I was agitated. I became more animated. I'll put it that way. I became more animated, like, ah. And so it, it caused the conversation to be more tense. And I'm like, okay, we can't keep going around this. We, we, have, we have to do better in, com- in, in having a conversation about what we're going to do with our money. So one of the things I'm going to give you all some, t- t- some, some, um, some ideas of like, why is the challenge? I kind of talk about it because you're two different people trying to convince each other. That's number one taboo. No, don't. It's not about trying to convince each other. It's about sharing a mutual idea of what God wants for us. So we're Christians. So we're believing that, you know, this money is not ours. It belongs to the Lord. He's allowing us to be stewards of the money. So stewards means that we're not the owners. We're just the managers. So it's like we're CFO and the board of director is God Almighty. With, I'm sorry, God, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. So it's three board members, <laughs> God, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. And we report to them. And so as managers, like I'm probably CFO, she's CEO or CEO, I don't know, something like that. But someone has to be the head. So we always battle like who's going to lead, whatever. But overall, macro, micro. Macro is where I think, I think on a macro level, my wife, oh my gosh, she loves to, to deal with the, the finite nuances of everything. So that clashes with someone who's thinking macro when you're going down this, uh, down to this, you know, a hundred dollars or a dollar trying to find out where this dollar went when you're like, Hey, we're trying to budget for like a thousand dollars. Why are we worried about a dollar? Like we'll move it around. We'll deal with it later. So that becomes a challenge when you have someone who's a macro thinker and someone who's a micro thinker. And then you also have a challenge. I've noticed with us, we've had a challenge where we're not talking through the core issue. That makes sense. So what I mean by that is how we got on this, uh, where we got frustrated with, with each other, or I got frustrated with her and my impatience went from a hundred to zero it was because she was asking questions and trying to go around. I, you know, people would ask questions where you know, like the question, your answer you're going to give them is not going to be sufficient because they have another agenda. They're trying to go to the left, but they're asking you questions that keep pushing you to the right. So I felt like those were the questions my wife was asking. And I, and I was like, listen, this is becoming a challenge. Why don't you just tell me where you're trying to get to? Like, tell me the situation. 
Tell me the circumstances that's troubling you instead of trying to ask questions that are to remedy it. Like help, let me help you because if I know what the problem is or what the situation is, then I can give better answers that can help you remedy it. But if you just give me the symptoms, I can't treat the problem or the root cause. So so that's one of our challenges is that we're not communicating our core issues or core concerns on a particular topic and we dance around it. And so when you're talking about money, especially when you guys are trying to mesh and get on one accord, it's okay to bring your concerns, but don't just bring out the symptoms, which is like fear. Fear is going to be your main symptom and you're going to be just expressing fear and doubt. Be more specific and go to the root like, hey, you know what? In this situation with me and Tiffany, I, Tiffany was saying like, I am concerned about this medical expense that came up. I was not aware of. And right now it's higher than what we have in our HSA account. We use our HSA. Now we use our HSA account, health savings account, which you get tax deductions and things like that to help you lower your taxes. So you put into a special fund and whatever's taken out is reduces the amount of, um, tax, uh, the amount of income you receive in the eyes of the, of the IRS. So that that's a quick and dirty with the HSA. You can use it for medical expenses and things like that. She's like, in our HSA fund, we are lower than what the bill amount is and the bill. And I'm like, okay, so we got some HSA comes from your check, kind of like direct deposit. So whenever you get a check, that's when some more money is going to go in. I'm like, well, we got like some more money coming in. So what's the problem? Her concern was we were under about $100 or $150. I don't know the exact amount, again, macro, right? But here's the kicker. The due date was like the six. I didn't notice. I literally picked up. I was like, okay, where's the bill? And I looked at it. I was like, oh, my gosh, it is the six. Or sorry, it was two days away because you guys don't know what day this is. I'm recording. But anyway, it was two days away and we didn't have the funds and I wasn't getting paid in the next two days. And so it was like she in her mind, I'm concerned about being on a collection because we can't pay our bill. We don't have the funds for the bills. Where's the money going to come from? That wasn't communicated on the front end. It was more so. How much is in our HSA? Why is that much in HSA? When can the money come in? Is this? Like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why does it matter? It mattered because of her core uh, circumstances is that she was afraid or is concerned about not paying that, that medical bill. Now, we end up resolving it by moving some money around saying, okay, well, we were going to go, just for example, this is not true, but we, we were going to go on a date night and that, you know, we budgeted $200 for the whole month. Let's just lower it to $100 and figure out that way. That's what we end up doing to cover um, the difference. But I wanted to express that because it's a challenge to have these conversations, to have, uh, I, I know I'll say it this way. I know that we are not the only couple in America that has problems or challenges talking about money, right? So 
What are the challenges? I just told you um, the communication, not being vulnerable or transparent on what really is concerning you. So what do we do? So what do we do? You go into the situation where you are discovering where you are financially. Like, okay, what am I doing right now? Like, how much money do we have, right? Then you want to determine where you want to go and then plan to get there. And so with your spending plan, we are following four practical steps. So plan, we take those steps and then break them into PLAN. Plan is broken out within the acronym PLAN. So PLAN, the first one, first step is P, which stands for, wait for it, pray and prepare before spending. I'll say it again, pray and prepare before spending. Now, what does that mean? I can go, that's a, that's a whole nother episode. You kind of get the idea. We sit down and we try to meditate and seek God. Like I said, we're just stewards. We try to seek God and say, hey, where do you want us to spend this money? Where do you want us to go with this? Right? And then we prepare by saying, okay, God, you want us to help um, do more charities this month than what we did what we did them before. Okay, how much is that? And can we how how can we move stuff around? That's preparing. Now then is lay aside L, lay aside for guiding you first. L um, so that means like paying yourself first, having a pay yourself first mentality. And so since we're stewards, we're gonna uh, give to God first through our tithes, and then we're gonna be intentional about saving. So we're going to give to ourselves second in the sense, or God is one A and then we're one B, right? Because we already know that, you know, whatever I get to the Lord, he's going to give it back, give back to us in other ways. So not anything. So like I said, you, you know, yeah, one A, God is one A, we're one B, we're paying, we're getting our mindset to say, okay, we're going to be intentional about where we put our money and um, not intentional where we're going to put our money, we're going to be intentional about saving a lot of people think of savings as an afterthought. We we give our money to Georgia Power or utility company, the water company, the mortgage. And then at the very end, we think about, oh, what's left over? Let's save that. No, plan on what you're going to save first, put that away, then you start paying everybody else, which leads us to A, assign every dollar, remaining dollar, a job. So that means that whatever income is left after you've done those first two things, you assign every single dollar a purpose and intention. You put it into buckets uh, or categories until you have no more income left. Essentially, it's income minus expenses equals zero. So you work that. Then you go in and lastly, you never, now that you have those limits, N stands for never spending more than you have. So you have those limits, say food for $500. As you go out through the month, you're watching your spending tick up closer and closer to the 500. You can get up to 500, just don't go over the 500. So, how does that help with our conversation? Well, really goes back to point number one pray and prepare before spending. We pray, we ask God to help us. It does work, but we, I, for sure, me, talking about me. Don't listen to the like the Holy Spirit saying, hey, don't don't go down that road. So he's helping me. I'm just not accepting it sometimes. So what we do is 
in those moments, we pause, we see like, hey, hey, you're getting kind of intense. Can you go away and come back? So one of the things to help with our tendencies, Tiffany's tendency is to be the the, the micro, like I said, and I'm the macro. So one thing that we do is when we pray and prepare, we separate and then we come back together. When we separate, she works on her, you know, nuance is of expenses, especially with like the home supplies, the toilet paper, how much that costs, and like doing all that coupon type shopping, right? And she narrows down to the dollar what she wanted to spend based on sales. I don't have the patience for that at all. No. So she does that on her own. And then when she's finished with that and she has an idea, okay, here's how much I need for home supplies, $200 for the month or whatever it is. I'm coming in with, okay, Lord, what did you want us to do for the, for the year? I mean, for this, for this month and things of that nature. And I'm looking at bigger ticket items. We also, uh, when we do that, we say, okay, so you got yours, you got, you got what you're coming through with, and this is what you think the Lord is saying. And she has what she has. You guys come together and try to make it work and see if there's any, if there's enough money to make it uh, covered for the whole month. So we do that and that has helped tremendously, but there are times when, and this is one of the twos, if you know, pay attention to the strengths of your spouse, work with their strengths, but also be cognizant of their triggers and be cognizant of their weaknesses, basically. So if you know that, okay, you know what, this is one of those moments where I need to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to be more micro and you're talking to a macro type thinker, say, hey, you know what, we need to pause, we'll come back and do it like that. Um, another thing that we probably should do, I mean, what we do do is we set a time. We we just don't, the one thing you don't do is do a drive-by budget, like y'all doing it on the, in the car and you just talking and you just rambling that's cool gift for like a bucket a category but what we found out is and we schedule it on the day and then we sit down and we try to commit to that date and we give ourselves some time that way we should have gotten everything of, of, of uh out of the way our mind is completely focused on that and so if you do that if you try if you try those tricks Maybe the conversation goes better because you are focused, you, um, you, you were prepared because you saw it on the calendar and you gave yourself reminders. So you was anticipating it. It wasn't something that was side, you know, side swiped and you don't have to become a defensive person. So those are some tips to have a better conversation with my spouse. I know for me, I gotta be more patient. I gotta realize what her strengths are, what my strengths are, be cognizant of our weaknesses and triggers, encourage for one of her triggers. You know, one of my triggers is that, you know, uh, asking me questions that I believe are uh, going around the center of the circumference. Like, hey, okay, what is it that you're really trying to get at? So that's what I do now, I'm trying to do. And so what is it, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you think you need to work on when you're talking about budgeting with your significant other. Now, if you don't have a significant other, that is okay. Do you even do a budget? How do you handle your money? 
Have you talked to someone else about, hey, this is what I do for my budget. What do you do for your budget? So that you can see if there's anything that you can improve upon, you know, still, quote unquote, from someone else that can make your process easier. You may be surprised. So don't be afraid to have those conversations. Don't be afraid to talk to your spouse. Don't be afraid to uh, schedule a time to talk about your wallet. All right. So thank you for your time right now. We're getting to the uh, end of the show right now where um, I'm going to give a shout out again to our sponsor, Wallet Coach. They, be, you know, We believe that it's not what you make, it's what you do, what you make. And so if you change your mind, you change your wallet, you change your life. So thank you to Wallet Coach for sponsoring this first episode of Wallet Talks with your guy, Jason Alexander. Ah, we're going to get better and better each day. So stick around. If you like this, share it with someone, um, like, and subscribe and just be on the lookout every Wednesday. We're dropping a new one. All right. So again, also, let me see next week if I can get Tiff to join me. She is going to be a co-host from time to time. We got to schedule that out, but let's see if she's going to do it or not. So you can get her perspective. We can continue the conversation about budgeting with your spouse. (laughs) So that would be cool. All right. Thank you again for enjoying us. Love y'all. I'll see you next week.